18 more VGK players were reassigned over the weekend and six players cleared waivers. We'll talk about the players that are still on the roster, still with the team today, and much, much more on this edition of Locked On Golden Knights. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Make sure that you check out the podcast, free and available wherever you get the podcast. Go to the YouTube channel, Lockdown Golden Knights, and please subscribe there. And we are on X, formerly known as Twitter, at TD Chris G, at Tony Dasco, and Lockdown VGK. Over the weekend, 18 more players were reassigned or released from the VGK camp. Uh, the biggest names that we felt that are now departed, uh, Lucas Cormier, the other guy is gone to down to the minors, Yuri Patera. I thought uh, of the players that, that we saw that were reassigned, Chris, I really liked Mason Morelli's game. Um, he came over from the Hershey Bears um, who won the Calder Cup this past year. I thought he really stood up. Any cuts surprise you? Um, Jesper Weichmann was gone. Um, and then the six players, too. Sorry to be long-winded here. Uh, trying to get everything out there and all the info. Uh, the ones that cleared waivers were Mason Geertsen, uh, Dil- Dylan Mayo, a.k.a. Mark Stone, uh, Gage Quinney, uh, Sheldon Rampal, and Jonas Ronbjorg, and uh, Brian Fraze as well. Brian Fraze. He was the last one to clear. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing noteworthy there. Um, Rem Paul had his moment in the sun. He got that power play goal, got some shout outs from the coach, but he missed you know, the, him. He missed the uh, penalty shot. Was that Rem Paul? No, Ron Beard. Oh, Ron, Ron Beard missed the Okay, he was on waivers shot. too. Yeah, yeah, he was out. Um, but yeah, there's there's nothing happening here. I mean, the Golden Knights. It's it's nice that the Golden Knights are in that place where they don't have a whole lot of roster decisions to make. There's really two battles that are going to be coming down to the wire. We'll talk a little more about that later in today's show. But, I mean, Rem Paul going down, I hate to say it like this, but him and Gage Quinney, they're kind of the same player, right? They're going to be really good AHL players. Henderson is going to love them. Unfortunately, um, opportunities at this stage of their career will be Few and far between at the NHL level. Uh, phrase we could wind up seeing at some point. Dyson Mayo does a good job down in Henderson. Ron Bjerg would take um, a similar situation to last year, but we could see Ron Bjerg get a taste of uh, the NHL again should one of the third or fourth line centers go down. And as far as everyone else, the younger players, Lucas Cormier, we're going to hear from him probably next year at the Golden Knights level. Yuri Patera. The way things happen in Vegas, we're going to see Yuri Patera by about Halloween starting games. Um, so now when you look at uh, the roster composition, there's still 26 players remaining. They need to pair down to 23. And so that's by opening day. Uh, still with the team, some of these <clears throat> fringe players, if you will, Maxine Comtois, you know, the guys that are probably right there, it's going to come down to the wire. 
uh, Caden Korzak, you have uh, Braden Pahal, and then uh, Dorofiev is still there. Pavel Dorofiev is up there, uh, Brendan Brisson, and the just two goalies remain now with the parent club. And just, I know this is a lot, but why the cuts so early when you still have, what, three exhibition games remaining? And so just these two goalies and all the starters and all of your top players are going to play the final three games. I don't understand that personally. Mm, I That's a fair question. And I would like to look at rosters from the last week's worth of preseason games from the previous season. I don't know, especially if the player, the AHL players that have the two-way contracts I would venture to guess they are still able to participate in the games down the stretch. I don't see the Golden Knights rolling out their NHL roster for their games on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure we can still see Quinny and Rampal and all those guys playing in the final three games. Um, I just don't think it would be a very responsible situation to have Mark Stone playing two of these last three preseason games and, you know, even both the goalies playing full Hill and Thompson. That is, of course, going full games down the stretch here. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure we're still going to see some of the players that have been sent down to Henderson playing at the NHL level. Well, as we know, too, the preseason schedule is definitely rigged. Three consecutive home Not as bad as your Jets last night, Tony. Yeah, that was really rigged. I know. And you were you were you were a fanboy last night. You were a fanboy well, all I'm, over I've Twitter. I've been a Jet fan. You were a Jets a fanboy. Su- well, I am a fan. I've been a fan for ages of this stinking team since birth, and I just like it's the same old story. And I said it's not going to frustrate me. I'm what just- tilts you more, Tony? What tilts you more? William Carlson empty net goal in the preseason, nevertheless. Yeah, or that just was weak. the New York Jets. What's more tilting in your life? Carlson, he's the all-time empty net preseason scoring leader, by the way. Vegas Bjorn. Unofficially. Uh, (laughs) Unofficially. Any comments on, yeah, first, right, phrase missed the uh, the empty net. But Carlson definitely makes it, you know, definitely puts it bullseye. That's why Carlson's in the NHL and phrase got got cut. (laughs) Uh, Maxine Comtois. Still hanging around. Uh, this could be a, a decision that's going to come. Well, it is coming down to the wire. Uh, what does he have to do to make this team now? So I think we should rewind a little bit here. My, and this is a total guess right now, nothing more, nothing less. I would think that there would have been a professional courtesy extended to Comtois if there wasn't a true chance for him to make the Golden Knights. And when I say professional courtesy, basically him being cut right now. So, so he, he could, would he have nine or 10. Exactly. Because there are, there are probably 15 or 16 teams that will take him. But to be fair, this is also probably the best personal situation for Comtois. Latch on with the Stanley Cup champions, make a name for yourself, have a good season, and build up that locker room morale a little bit. And, you know, get a nice three-year deal worth, you know, four, four and a half million per if he can put up, you know, 15 goals and another 20-something assists. So, and, and to be fair, this could also be the choice of Comtois. There could, and again, spitballing, this is no, no, nothing more, nothing less right now. 
maybe there was a conversation. Maybe Cassidy and or McCrimmon approached him, probably McCrimmon to be honest, but maybe McCrimmon said, listen, it's a coin flip at best, maybe less than that for you to make this team. You want to stick around for the next nine days and give it a shot, or do you want to be cut? Like These are things that could have happened behind closed doors. We don't know. The fact that he is still on the roster as of today, Monday, October 2nd, just uh, eight days before the puck drops at T-Mobile Arena, tells me there is a plan in place. I've been saying this really since the start of training camp. I think they just want to make sure Comtois has his feet under him and you know can can contribute. But that said, he has not had a great showing, in my opinion, at game speed. Um, Cassidy somewhat alluded to Comtois being behind Brendan Brisson. That was a question that we'll talk a little more about that later, but that was part of a question that I phrased to Cassidy after Friday's preseason game. But Comtois' situation is also going to be slightly different than Brisson's. Brisson can be sent to the AHL level and brought up and down based on his contract. So there's a lot of moving parts just simply besides a player being good enough to make a team right now. Is there a plan in place for Comtois? Possibly. Did it maybe even get easier depending on what's happening with Zach Whitecloud right now? Who knows? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's going to open up a roster spot, I believe, at the start of the season. And uh, did you say professional courtesy and VGK in the same sentence? They could be hanging on to Comtois, to be quite honest, and to keep play keep away from other teams, too. I mean, I don't think the Golden Knights That's are losing sleep over Comtois possibly latching on with <laughs> the Anaheim Ducks and taking them to the Pacific Division crown. But to be fair, I do understand the statement because I've, I mean, one of my articles on Vegas Hockey Now, I said Kelly McCrimmon manages this roster in an unapo- unapologetic way. And mm-hmm. then I'll add this part no F's given. Like that's, that's what makes McCrimmon good at his job. So, yeah. I mean, Comtois signed on to the PTO, and he is at the mercy, basically, of what McCrimmon, Cassidy, McPhee, and Foley ultimately decide. So maybe there is no plan. Maybe they're just going to hang on and not – he's the insurance if something terrible happens to a player in the last eight days of camp. I don't know what it is, but it's not bad to still have him around because I still do feel he can contribute with this team. And and let's see what happens this week. You know you're going to see him – get a shot on better lines. He's been playing on a lot of lower lines lately. Let's see him with either Stevenson or Eichel as a center, and let's see what he brings to the ice. Coming up next, we have a recap of the Friday night win for VGK, their first of the preseason. so long ago. (laughs) It really does. Over the Yotes. We'll get to that when we return right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything that you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you are looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time, or you get your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you are burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. 
keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. We are back on this Monday edition of Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick coming to you from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Subscribe to the YouTube channel at Locked On Golden Knights. And uh, Chris, just eight days away before the season opener, which is really hard to believe. This was a very short summer, except for it was a it was a short long and you. summer. It was a short long yeah, summer. Yeah. It was a yeah, August was long. August was long. Yeah, it was great. I like the summer, and I don't like this cold nonsense. But in any event, uh, so uh, VGK was at home this past Friday night. You were there in the press box. You covered the team. We saw some more progress from Brendan Brisson. He stayed on the top line, but this time um, his line mates were Jack Eichel and Ivan Barbashev. And he scored on the power play. And I listened. uh, It's a multimedia experience here. So I was watching that game, college football, everything going on. And I also, oh, the aces were on. You two at at the Spear? No, I wasn't there, but I feel as though I watched the entire concert from my feed, from my social media. Trying feed, to get, so I don't I'm even I'm know trying to I, get Tony oh. tilted this morning, folks. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get tilted. <laughs> you're this not. It's, I'm already tilted. You're not trying. It's it's not a you're, pro- you're, you're life tilted, Tony. You're life tilted. It's not a process of trying to get me there. I'm already there. So so he was on that top line and between periods on the radio call. This was Friday. OK, the radio call. Uh, Eichel said that he feels that he's seen a lot of improvement from Brendan Brisson uh, from last season to this. What parts of his game, of Brisson's game, does he need to work on? Uh, did Cassidy allude to perhaps he doesn't, he's not there yet defensively? All right. So we got a few things happening here as far as what Brisson Number one is doing. was process. Number yeah. one was process. What Brisson is doing better that's getting him noticeable is he's finding open areas in the ice he's finding soft spots and it's not hard to do when you're out there with jack eichel for the last you know couple of games the the puck is going to find you with opportunities and he obviously did did that with goals and back-to-back games one power play goal and then one even strength goal but that that's the first thing he's doing well second thing going on uh, i talked to brisson after the game on friday and I asked him about that. I said, listen, besides scoring, you're doing really well at that. What is it that you can do or do better to give yourself a shot to make this team? And guess what the answer was? What do you think the answer was, Tony? And it wasn't empty net. Win puck battles. Yes. It, it was, was working. That's exactly what Brisson said. It was talking about those puck battles and the races and stuff like that. It's all, all on my Twitter feed from Friday, but point being is Cassidy is in these guys heads about winning those races and those puck battles. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine how often Cassidy probably says these things to the players because the rookies say it, the vets say it. And, and this is a good thing. Like I'm not saying this is a bad thing by any means. So Brisson understands what he needs to do to get there. So now to the post game presser, I asked him, I asked uh, Cassidy, I said, what has Brisson done to maybe, elevate himself or differentiate himself from the other players competing for a roster spot. Cassidy fired back. He said he didn't want to assume what players am I referring to? 
So the first two players that came to my mind, I said Dorofeyev and Comtois. So Cassidy slowed me down at that point and basically <laughs> said Dorofeyev has the trust from the coach. He has He's built that trust. He's not saying he doesn't trust Brisson, but he's saying he doesn't trust Brisson. It's not a bad thing. Brisson has zero games of NHL experience. It's an honest response. He went farther on to say that Brisson's been doing a lot of good things. And now we're kind of shifting gears to um, someone else asked him directly and said, listen, is the who's replacing Riley Smith? First answer. Isn't that the next segment? Is that the next, the next segment? Oh, that is next yeah, segment. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Good, good, good job slowing me down there. I'm glad you slowed me down there. So back to Cassidy's direct comments. Taking away about an entire Rassan. segment. Yeah, we're we gonna just lost talk about there. me being triggered and I mean three. that 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 could drive. Read the sign, too. read the room, and read the sign uh, here with everything coming up ahead. You know, we have like we have all these cool graphs. Oh, eBay Motors is still up there. eBay didn't pay for all this extra time. They haven't been they haven't been on for a minute, so we're making up for <laughs> There you go. We made up for it. So yeah, so Cassidy talked up Brisson's game a lot, but he did mention that there's other players that have been here longer and maybe have earned that first look. And at some point, Brisson will need to work on his game a little bit and the other rookies at the American League level to get to this point. So it's like Brisson's the darling right now, right? Brisson is the, the training camp darling. And I thought he has coming out of camp. I mean, Tony, we and you have had some fun exchanges you think he's like a super uh, senior, basically, and shouldn't be in all these rookie face-offs, and no, it's like his eighth no. training camp, even though he's twenty-one yeah, years term, old. Or term limits on training camps, term limits. So term and rookie there. and on rookie face-offs, yeah, exactly. So point being is, Brisson is doing a lot of good things, and it's going to be very similar to the path that Dorofiev was on last year. I think you're going to see Brisson, hopefully, at least excel at the AHL level, again, be right around a point-per-game player, maybe a little bit less depending on how the team itself does. But if Brisson can pace for, call it like 45 points, eh, basically a points, 80% clip, 80% clip um, points per game every four out of five games for those trying to do the math at home, that would be really good. And if Brisson can stick to the path, really work hard with Ryan Craig because now we have that synergy between the AHL and the NHL, I think you're going to see a good opportunity to open up for Brisson, whether he just forces way, his way into the roster, which he has the opportunity to do at some point, or there's going to be injuries, guys. Mark Stone is not playing 82 games this year. He's probably not playing 60 games this year, although it'd be nice if he did. And other things do happen. The roster's getting older, so Brisson just has to bide his time a little bit, and he's gonna. we're going to see him at some point. Why didn't VGK pick up Hodgins, uh, Hodgson off of the waiver wire this weekend? He got waived. waivers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he got picked up or not. I don't Dude, think so. He, he's just not very good. He's not he's that done. good. He's not, he's that, not good. that good. <laughs> well, that's the last time I'll play him. He's that's not Mark that Stone's good. quote. He's not that good. Not that good of a player. <laughs> Would VGK put Brisson? He's got three games remaining here. Would they put him on a line uh, to toy around with him with William Carlson? I mean, I think it would be a good look. Um, it's this isn't it's a couple of things right now. There's only three games left, first of all, of training camp, which is exciting in its own, just to say it like that. Mm-hmm. So you want the players to get to regain that familiarity with the players that they succeeded with last year. You want to see that timing get worked out and those breakout passes and 
you know, all the things that need to happen for a team to be successful coming out of training camp. You also need to learn a lot about the players and what their strengths and weaknesses are outside of their comfort zones. Um, Brassad doesn't really have a comfort zone. That's the good thing right now, right? We're, I mean, everyone's comfortable when you're on a line with Jack Eichel. How is he going to be on a line with William Carlson and Michael Amadio, a team, you know, line three, which is going to be about mm-hmm. defense first? If mm-hmm. Brisson, and back to uh, Friday's game, I thought Brisson did have some good plays inside of the Golden Knights defensive zone. He had a nice active stick, working hard in the corners and such. So, you know, Brisson understands what any kid can score goals at the NHL. Like it's, I say that half heartedly, but. If you're in the right place, you're going to score goals. But that's not what's going to keep you on an NHL roster, at least not for a long time. You have to be responsible in the neutral zone. You have to be responsible in your defensive zone. It would be interesting to see what Brisson can do in a role like that with William Carlson. And, heck, shove him out there on a PK. Like, get him uncomfortable. This is what the Golden Knights did with Cody Glass um, a couple mm. of years ago as they were trying to find a way to keep him in Vegas and just make his game work. Unfortunately, it didn't. But... He's getting a chance in Nashville, good for him. But Cody Glass, especially at the AHL level, was killing a lot of penalties. So get Brisson out of his comfort zone. Have him play a special, you know, really work on the defensive side because if he can round out his game, we'll see him up in Vegas probably sooner than later. Yeah, and uh, I did put out a poll, and I don't know how it wound up the other day. I think I, I think I shot it down. I'm sorry. You shot it down? Yeah, I said what something. was it? I put, what was your uh, poll? And I'll tell you what I said. The poll was: uh, Will Brendan Brisson be on the VGK opening day roster? That was oh yeah, the I, I said. It was I like said fifty-three, forty-seven no, percent. Yeah, but I no. commented and basically said Cassidy said no. <laughs> Cassidy officially said Cassidy said base no. Cassidy. Yeah, yeah, I mean that that's segment three in in a sense. But uh, see, now okay. I'm the one slowing you down. Now I'm now but I'm slowing you down, Tony. But Brisson, but Brisson, thanks for doing that. I was trying to. Well, I did get a lot of uh, votes in there and likes, and so. It's all about yeah engagement. All, all, all about quote engagement, right? Uh, it is better though. Brisson does play better when he's on a line with good players. I mean, we've obviously seen that. Well, me, I don't know. Right. I mean, but you yeah. play better with Eichel than you would uh, William uh, William Carrier. Yeah, for sure. No, but but he is. You know, he's he's one of those guys. I think that excels. You know, with better athletes and better players he's a top six he's, he's a top six he's definitely a top six uh nick Hague did have a goal in the game again man that monster everything he was shooting everything in that game <laughs> i saw your tweet on that but uh barbashev set the screen this guy just i don't know I, he's probably my favorite player because he just doesn't care and he's the most gritty to me barbashev or Hague? Barbashev, he set okay. the screen. Barbashev yeah. set the screen. You know, I, yeah, I definitely, I'm a fan. I'm a fanboy of Barbashev. Uh, they better not move him off that top line, though, because there was some conversation, and no, no, leave him there. If he were to get moved off the top line, again, hypothetical, what we talked about a few moments ago, getting players out of their comfort zone and seeing what you have, it would be a situation where, like, a comtois, were to make the team out of training camp and jump on that top line and see if he can, I mean, come to on Barbashev. Like, think about the two players for a second. Big bodies, they're both gritty. They both do a good job getting inside. They're not afraid to set that screen. So what if, just again, hypothetical folks, it's training camp. These are the things we need to learn about the team right now. 
what if Comtois could go on that top line with Eichel, mm. with Marchessault? Mm. Eichel still performs at a point-per-game pace. Marchessault still finds a path to 60 points. And now, all of a sudden, you have Barbashev on that second line with Chandler Stevenson, with Mark Stone. And all of a sudden, you see Stevenson go from a 60-point player to a 74-point player. You see Mark Stone go better than a point-per-game clip. Like, Barbashev might just be that type of player. And now, all of a sudden, now you have you go from having two great lines to two lethal lines. Again, these are just, this is why we have training camp right now. This is exactly why Comtois is here right now. Just to see, just to see. So with goaltenders, so LT saved nine of 10 shots. Um, he was and bored. the three pre, he was so bored, right? He was bored. He was bored. Uh, three preseason games to go. And I'm just curious how they divvy it up. Do they give at least each one goalie gets one start? I think each goalie gets one full game. I'd probably okay. say. Okay. And then they bring up like a Yeri Patera. Yeah, Patera. Well, again, I, I'm pretty sure. I, I hope I'm not wrong on this. Someone will call me out if I am. I'm sure. But the AHL players, I believe, can still participate, whether they're up or down or in the middle or anything like that right now. So one goalie each of the games, and then whoever backs up who, it doesn't matter at this point. But one goalie each of the last three games. I wouldn't be surprised if even, because the last game was on Saturday, it's a matinee. I wouldn't even be surprised if Aiden goes Tuesday, Logan goes Thursday, and yeah. then Patera goes sit Saturday. Down. Yeah, you got to sit him down. I think the dress rehearsal game probably – would Thursday. be Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, would probably be Thursday night. And you also try to get a leg up, perhaps, on Colorado in that game of VGK hosting San Jose tomorrow first. Uh, Arizona, interesting stat, blocked 14 shots, 14 VGK shots in that first period. Good that six. seems about right. Yeah, I mean, I was, you know, it didn't really feel like, I don't know. It was so boring the first period. Yeah, oh, it's, 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 it was it's muddy. hard to it really was, get into it. Know. Yeah, it's hard. No, it's difficult to watch preseason hockey. Good crowds, though. Again, good despite F1, despite all the nonsense around the strip, oh. another good crowd. It was it's announced, I think, 17-5, 17-4, something like that. Small pockets of empty seats. But, you know, T-Mobile is going to be rocking this year, guys. T-Mobile is going to be on on fire this year. No doubt about that. Yeah, that strip, uh, if you can, avoid it at all costs. They have trusses up now for lighting and just all sorts of nonsense. It's really bad. Uh, Try to stay off of the strip. Coming up next, our very own Chris Colicay. That's him. He asks Bruce Cassidy, who would take Riley Smith's spot? Who would take his place in this upcoming season? Well, stay tuned, and you will find out. Coming up next, right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Our next partner is AG1, the daily foundational nutritional supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it literally every day because I gave AG1 a try. It boosts your energy, helps out your immune system so much more, and it definitely gives my body the nutrition that it craves. Since I've been drinking AG1, I've noticed an overall healthy feeling, and it really helps me to sleep better. It is a science-driven formulation of vitamins, probiotics, and whole food sourced nutrients and superfoods. It's a micro habit that delivers macro benefits and it helps just about everybody take great care of their health each and every day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your very first purchase. 
right now, go to drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. Check it out. And we are back on Locked On Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick. Yeah, you got the ad off of there in time. Uh, from Las Vegas, thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Don't forget Friday's WTF. What the Friday? We are now on five whole days a week. We come to your living room or wherever, your car, your vehicle, everywhere. Uh, find us wherever you get your podcast. And please make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And Chris, so you asked Bruce Cassidy, who was who has the inside edge to replace Riley Smith? And his answer was, well, first of all, I kind of asked that. So I hit on the Brisson side about what's up. Well, you got him. it out of them, though. It's good. Good right, journalism, but, bro. Well, to, to be fair, someone else did directly ask the question about Riley Smith. That now take credit for it. It's the new age media. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so the question was, who's going to replace Riley Smith? And the quote immediately was Cotter. It'll be Cotter or Dorfiev first. They're the senior members. They've been here, blah, 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 blah. Everything that Cassidy says from that point on. So that, I mean, we really know what this roster is pretty much coming down to right now, right? We know Brisson is going to be out of the picture opening night unless something strange happens, which it definitely could. The defensive side, obviously, Zach Whitecloud will figure that out. But the first opportunity to replace Riley Smith, Cotter and Dorofiev is what coach said. I think it's going to be Paul Cotter. He played, what, 50 games approximately last year plus or minus so that seems to be the first player that's going to get that shot cotter was the first one over the boards during training camp on that line it makes sense i've also been impressed with cotter's game in practice um he's had some to quote cassidy he's had some moments in the preseason as well and you're going to see obviously down the stretch in these last three games because william carlson's only played one preseason game so he's playing two of the next three games no questions asked, I would assume. And I would think, I mean, it would be kind of cool if Carlson play, Carlson and Amadio played all the games, right? We got a shot to see Cotter. We got a shot to see Dorofiev. And then you either mix it up with Brisson and or Comtois just to see what different elements each player brings. I think Cotter is the best direct replacement for Riley Smith based on, he's a little more physical than Riley Smith. But I think he can just have a little more of the grittiness and play a little more responsible at the NHL level just based on his experience over Dorofiev. Now, if they want to go for a line that might have a little better scoring punch, I think mm-hmm. Dorofiev, of course, is the better option. But let's be real. They're both going to get plenty of chances once uh, once the lights go on uh, next Tuesday night. Next Tuesday night. That, that's soon. Next Tuesday night. I know. Do they both make opening night the opening night roster? Oh, yeah. Kind of, yeah. So waivers are complicating things a little bit with the Golden Knights right now. They're sitting at 23 of 23 roster positions. And the players that are on two-way contracts, Cotter, Dorofiev, and Pahal, are all waiver, not waiver eligible. Meaning if they want, the Golden Knights want to send them down to Henderson, every other NHL team can claim the players. So 
would Pahal clear waivers? Maybe. Would Cotter clear waivers? Inappropriate word, no. Would Dorofiev clear waivers? Inappropriate word, no. So, and that's also what's complicating things for possibly bringing Comtois to the team, for Brisson making the team, is the waiver situation. So that's a choice that the Golden Knights will have to make. Now, what's helping the Golden Knights, unfortunate for Zach Whitecloud, but it's all but certain Whitecloud is probably starting the season on IR or LTIR based on Cassidy saying he's not playing. This was came out, what, Friday, I want to say? Mm-hmm. Whitecloud's not playing this week. He's not playing next week. We'll evaluate him after that. It sounds like a month-to-month designation. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. it's week-to-week, it's at least a month because that's just how these things work out. Shea mm-hmm. Theodore was week-to-week. He missed six weeks, right? Right, exactly. No, that's what our thoughts were. We feel as though White Cloud will start the season on IR. Do we put the over under like Thanksgiving for him, or is that too deep? You think? Uh, too deep. You think sooner? I hope so. Yeah, a little Halloween's bit better. Halloween's better. Thanksgiving, we'll take it. If it's Christmas, yikes. What about F one by F one? So a couple. So it was, that that's like the hook, right? F one and a hook. Yes, F one is the official hook. So now, just again, my impression, and I haven't been around, you know, the team much at all. Uh, <laughs> my impression is that Cotter came out quick, right? Thought he had a really good, like, first game. And then Dorofiev came back, and he played well, like, one game. I just don't know. I think Dorofiev was on the ex- top line that game. Yeah, but, but I don't – I'm not sure what the deciding and determining factor would be. Defense. Um, who has lunch with with Foley the most? Is that it? Yes, Tony. Is that the deciding? Yes, yes Tony. Tony. Yeah, that's the, that's the only thing that does. Uh, and they were they were all in the ranch over the weekend with Foley. So uh, who knows what's going to come out? They went to the ranch. Yeah, they were they were at the ranch all weekend. Wow. So they played Friday night and then they went to the ranch golfing. What do they do there this time of year? No cameras, bro. No paparazzi. And did the cup go? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I just like they both got out to, I thought, pretty quick starts. And then to me, they sort of leveled out. And so now these last three games, I think, are very important for that positional battle. I think that that's the that's the key right now will be how they perform the final three games, who can separate themselves from the other. That's my person. Or do you think, think do you really think they, they have decided already? Honestly, the way Cassidy talks, what we've seen, I think the decision was made when camp opened last Thursday, to be quite frank with you. I mean, I, I honestly think that's now any things could change. Don't get me wrong. So, yes. Was that plan A? Sure. Has a player forced themselves upon this roster yet? And you have to think more about just basically their performance. We're all going to say Brennan Brisson's been great. Why is he not? Why is he not on the roster? Because he's got a two-way contract. He can be sent up and down, no waivers. That's why he's not going to start the season with the Golden Knights. Um, outside of that, I mean, I just really think Cotter has. He's got that coach's trust. Cassidy has said it. Dorfiev has it too. But there's the trust in their games and in that board battle. It's pretty simple. If you put the puck between Paul Cotter and Pavel Dorofiev in that corner, like a 50-50 puck or whatever the NFL equivalent is where two players just rush headfirst at each other and the, the first one uh, not to die wins, you know, then Cotter is going to come out of that come out of that scrum with the puck eight times out of ten with Dorofiev. And honestly, that would be a fun way to, to, to determine which one is going to make the opening night roster. 
have him do a couple of races. Dorothea might win the races, but Cotter would uh, win those board battles. So that would be a, let's do that. Let's do that. I'm gonna, when I talk to Cassidy tomorrow, I'll ask him about that. Okay. And on tomorrow's show, don't forget, uh, we'll preview that big showdown with the Sharks. We'll be talking about the Sharks game tomorrow night in the preseason. And I'm sure much more news will come out uh, today and in the upcoming days, just eight days away from the opener against Seattle at T-Mobile Arena. Make sure that, uh, again, you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Locked On Golden Knights. And we'd appreciate everyone tuning in each and every day. Our everydayers keep us rocking and rolling. Our ride or dies, right? Like that eBay motor spot. That stayed New up York there Jets are your ride or die. Die. From my Chicago man, Bears Chris, are mine and they suck. Oh my <laughs> for my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco from Las Vegas. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you tomorrow right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Take care.